I'm April Morrison, doctor of physical therapy, accidental entrepreneur, and lifelong learner. You're tuned in to the Idaho Physio Podcast, where we talk about things, health, wellness, and high performance in all areas of life. The big goal here is to talk to high achievers and those that surround themselves with the top performers in their fields to get some insights, tips, and inspiration that we can all use in our daily lives. The title may say Idaho, but the content reaches far beyond our borders and is relevant for everyone, regardless of where you find yourself. As always, the content you are about to hear does not replace the medical advice of your doctor, so please seek professional opinions should you need them. Now kick back, relax, and enjoy the episode. We are glad you're here. All right, everyone, thanks for joining us today for the next episode of the Idaho Physio. If you were to pull a dictionary out off of your shelf and look up the definition of superwoman, I think Michelle Crawford's picture would come right up. Um, She pretty much does everything, and so I'm super excited that we are chatting with her today. Uh, She is... um, a mom of two amazing, beautiful daughters, which is, you know, obviously not the least of her accomplishments. That's amazing. Um, she's been a lifelong athlete herself. Um, I know, uh, played at UVA for a little while. And then um, after getting the, her degree at UVA, got her law degree at Wake Forest, which is pretty amazing. She is the owner of Rise Up Gym in South Carolina, and which is a CrossFit gym. Um, and she's also certified, obviously, in order to be a CrossFit person, you've got to be able to do that. Um, so working in health and wellness for, oh gosh, since 2003. And then, you know, just like I said, a lifelong athlete. So that's just a little brief introduction. But Michelle, we're super, super happy to be chatting with you today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk to an adult. (laughs) I know it's been kind of crazy with the homeschooling and all that stuff going on right now. Yeah. And I I won't claim to be an adult for too long. (laughs) (laughs) 20 minutes of adulting would be perfect. That's about all I can handle in a day. Um, So I know I gave a kind of a quick introduction about you, but is there anything I missed that you want to make sure we include in there of your list of accomplishments and amazing things? Oh gosh, um, I think you got it. I think you, you know, you got it. Mom used to be an athlete, owned a gym. Still got an me. athlete. I, I, <laughs> I say you're still an athlete. Now, did you? Was it field hockey that you played? What did you play? Yeah, I was a field hockey player. Yeah. Okay, amazing. Yeah, D one, right? That's a D one level. Yeah, that's hard work in itself. So, yeah. I think that there's a lot of stuff that you learn as an athlete in college that, you know, kind of translates to the other parts of your life and your, and, and what you've kind of accomplished. And so maybe we'll, we'll chat a little bit about those things as, as we go along. Um, so is there something that kind of stands out? I've been asking a lot of people, you know, the different traits and things that you've seen in the people that you've surrounded yourself with and um, that you work with, that you've played sports with, that kind of makes them stand out and helps them be the top performers in life? Yeah, um, I would say that's a, that's a great question and a broad question. And when I was thinking about it, um, when I you know look at the people around me that are successful in various fields, I think um, one thing that seems so simple but it seems like they all consistently do is they, they protect their calendar. And by that, I mean the things that are important to them, the priorities, whatever their priorities are, family life, work life, personal, you know, health, wealth, all that stuff. 
Um, and they just intentionally schedule that into their day. Um, I know when I'm talking to clients at the gym and the number one thing you hear about working out is all time, you know, but everybody has the same 24 hours and the people that put it on their calendar daily as like, I'm not skipping this no matter what. Um, it just, and I think that's true with exercise or whatever you want to accomplish. I had, um, an awesome professor in law school that was like uber accomplished woman in so many ways. And I was interviewing her for like our little local um, paper at the time I was writing for like the, whatever it was called, the law school gazette. And, uh, she was, um, in addition to being this like decorated professor, she was like a champion cyclist. And I was like, how do you fit this all in? And she said to me, and I'll never forget. She's like, it's like brushing my teeth. No one, hopefully, presumably, is ever going to not brush their teeth in the morning. It is scheduled in your day. It doesn't matter what happens. You're doing it. And, she's like, and that's what I think about my training and my work schedule. And she's like, it is scheduled and nothing but just from that. I think when you can do that, that's huge. Um, yeah. the, other, the other thing I was thinking about when you, you, know, you asked that question is I think, especially now in like, Instagram, Facebook, it's social media days, it's so easy to get like bogged down and comparing yourself to other people. And no matter how great you are, you're just sort of looking around like, I do not have it together, like this person or that person. And I kind of think it's like almost like running a race. Like you want to peek around and see where you are in the field, but you're not running, staring at the other people. So it's like, know where you are and get a gauge of like, okay. But then, like, focus on what you're doing and not get, like, bogged down in that, like, self-doubt and I'm not good enough stuff. Sure. No, I think that's great. I think, I think especially, like you said, given the Facebook society that we have, you know, everybody looks so perfect on Instagram and everyone looks like they've got their stuff together and it's easy to be like, oh, man, you know, yes. it's, it's tough, but if you focus where you're heading as opposed to where everyone else is heading, you know, their story is different than yours, so... Yeah. True. Very cool. Any other things that kind of stand out to you as? Yeah, I mean, I think too, just, I mean, this is obviously nothing unique, but I think really being clear about like identifying what you're passionate about, passionate about, and taking bold steps to pursue that in the space you are in your life. Like, I know when my kids were babies and my husband was starting his company, like, that wasn't the time for me to say, as the stay at home parent, I'm going to open my own gym. You know, like that would have been a disaster because it just wouldn't work. But I knew I wanted to do that. So like I was take, I was teaching, you know, little classes here and there early in the mornings or late at nights when you get home and he could watch the kids in preparation for that day when they went to school and I could have, you know, 2.7 free hours, <laughs> do that kind of thing. So it's kind of like identify it. And then even if it's not like I can start today on pursuing this goal, you can do little things. I think especially for... Um, moms for whoever the stay-at-home parent is um, or the primary parent responsible for little kids. I think just saying, I can work toward this goal. It's not going to happen maybe as soon as I want it to, but um, having that in the back of your mind and saying, what little things can I do today to get there in a few years even. And I think just to kind of piggyback on top of that, I think, you know, having those small goals and, and going towards them, but then also looking back and realizing that those little small goals are what kind of got you to be able to open the gym and do the things, you know, it, it may not have felt like it at the time because it may have felt really tiny, but had you not have done the one thing, had you not gotten that certification or, you know, whatever it was, you wouldn't have been able to do the bigger things. So true. I have um, a really good friend who 
is still a member of my gym and she's been a member from day one. And she remembers, and we talk about this all the time. I was literally coaching her and breastfeeding my youngest. <laughs> and like, that's weird a little bit. And you know, but she was a new member and she wanted to come to this one time that nobody else would be around because she was a new mom. And I was like, okay, but my kid's got to eat at that time. So if you don't mind a little blah, blah, blah. And she trained with me like that for months. And then now, you know, her kids are going to college. My kids are in high school and she's still a member and has recruited all these people to come to the gym and a great friend. It's like those little things. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Especially that you've had somebody that's been with you that whole time. You know, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. I think a lot of people think, oh yeah, I'll go join this. I'll do it for a little while and then they're done. But in order to have something that's sustainable and kind of people that stick with you. I mean, that says a lot about, about what you all accomplished down there. Yeah. We have some great, great members for sure. Have you, um, have you been able to, uh, impart some of your athleticism on your kiddos? Are they pretty, cause I know your husband's an athlete as well, but are, are they pretty athletic or are they? They, they both are. They, they do not care for exercise <laughs> in the way that I would, it's almost like a natural you know, your mom or dad does something. And so you kind of rebel against that. But my, my older one is a high school freshman and she's a volleyball player. Oh, cool. um, so, I mean, I am like, I want to play, I want to play. So whenever she wants to, I'm out there with her. And then my little one, I'm actually coaching her um, girls on the run team. So it's a, um, a, an elementary school running team and she's actually a good little runner. And so I love being able to do that with her and share that with them. So I, I try not to overwhelm them with like, this is my thing because they're both so unique and so good at so many things that I'm not good at. Um, but it's fun to have that with them as well. Maybe, I, I know this isn't kind of really the topic, but maybe you can tell talk a little bit more about Girls on the Run because I've heard about it and I've seen things about it and it's I've heard it's pretty amazing and it's getting girls to be, you know, a little more active in the running community. It is so great. So the woman that started it, I believe her name's Molly, and I can't think of her last name. She's actually from Charlotte, um, where we are, and it was started a long time ago. And long story short, it is this really great curriculum that is part running, but part just helping. I think it starts in third grade, third grade um, and up girls deal with all sorts of social stuff, all sorts of pressures they're going to encounter, how to handle bullying and social media and everything in between. And the curriculum is really well written so that each um, lesson is a teaching lesson and you talk through stuff with the kids. And then the running portion of the class is always kind of tied back into whatever the lesson was. And the goal, um, the fiscal goal is to train for a few months and then finish accumulate like with a, um, with a 5k at the end. So the whole team runs together. So we've done that with our kids the past two years. Um, but the, it's really the curriculum-based part and the conversations that you kind of have, even if they're just a catalyst for something else with these kids, um, which is so done, well done. And um, as a coach, I just step into it and they hand me the curriculum and I just have to execute. Um, so a really good friend of mine and I are going to coach it this year. It's going to look a little different. Some of it's going to be virtual, smaller groups, masks, all that stuff. But I'm really glad that um, we're able to do it. And it's, I think it's nationwide. Yeah, um, I- I think and then there's, a, there's a boys one as well. I think it's let me run for the boys with the same concept. It's a really cool curriculum. I really enjoy cool. it. And, and so they talk about things beyond running more like body. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. It's, it's great because it's not, um, it's not just about like being the best runner, you know, and like talking about the physical demands of running. That's obviously a component 
but it's really for anybody that we get a lot of kids that honestly, quite frankly, come in and they say, I hate running. My parents make me do this, but it's so cool to see, to kind of see them grow and start to just think about taking, it's about taking care of your body and health um, more than it is like, you know, what's your mile time kind of thing. So it's just a different approach to a lifelong commitment to like, Hey, you get one body, right? Everybody's different. And everybody's going to have different limbs and run faster, slower, whatever, but your responsibility, kind of teaching them at a young age that your responsibility um, is to take care of the one you got. And right. that's going to look different for everybody, but uh, let's maximize that kind of thing. And so you said it starts at third grade and then goes until... Yeah, so I've been involved in the elementary level. I actually coached it years ago and I was pregnant with my oldest daughter and finished, did that 5K like 11 and a half months pregnant. So I think I literally came in last place. Um, and then <laughs> so I coach, I've coached third, fourth, and fifth, but I do think it continues at some middle schools as well. Okay. Right. And then curriculum obviously adjusts, you know, as you get older kind of thing. Yeah. Cool. So what other kind of side hustles are you involved in? I know you do plant-based eating and, and cooking and stuff like that. What else you got going on? Yeah, um, so plant-based eating, that came about because pretty much my husband's doctor said, you know, you're a big dude, you eat while you exercise, but he just has high blood pressure, high cholesterol. Um, and he's like, Hey, try this plant-based diet. And I'm responsible for 99.9% of the cooking and shopping and all those we were very traditional, <laughs> we were very traditional setup, um, which is fine. And, um, he's like, Hey, hey I, I want you to do this with me. There's no way I'll do it on my own. And I'm like a huge meat eater cheese. Like I was like, Oh, are you serious? But we watched a few documentaries. I did a little bit of research and I was like, all right, I'll give you a month. We'll see. And I will do it with you. And I have never done a diet in my entire life. Like I've just been like trying to eat healthy, but never, I'm not a like real regimented eater. And I could, I was blown away. I was, I love the food. I love preparing the food. I felt so much better. And I generally thought I felt pretty good. You know, I exercise regularly, we eat healthy, like inflammation gone, energy levels, through the roof. So I'm like that annoying, like vegan person now that people are like, oh, here she comes, put your chicken away. Um, <laughs> but when we try to get our kids to do it and they're like, no way. So I'm definitely cooking like multiple meals a day, but, um, oh boy. Love it. it's been really a good lifestyle change for us. We're almost, we're about eight and a half months in it's made me. And then I love gardening and have really enjoyed cooking. So it just kind of all comes together. And then with owning a gym, sending recipes to people and just talking about it and helping people know that that's an option if they want to do it. Um, so it's kind of been my husband's health concern became a passion of mine. <laughs> Has it made a difference for him at all? Has he, his numbers? Yeah, huge, huge difference both, you know, in like lab results in terms of, you know, cholesterol and blood pressure levels, but then sleeping better. Um, he's a big guy. He's got, he played football. He has lots of like kind of injuries, joint stuff going on. He just feels so much better. Um, we were like, Oh, I can, you know, touch my toe now. Or you just, you're like, wow, I feel like not, I'm not 40 years old. I'm, you know, 23. Right. Thing. We definitely both see a difference. Like I have really bad allergies. Like I'm that person that does not stop sneezing from like April to October. And I have been so much better I have eczema. That's been so much better. And again, if people ever said this to me, like, Oh, if you change what you eat, it can really, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. That was always my attitude. Like, I'm going to eat what I want to eat. I don't care. Um, so this is definitely a big change for me, but I am all in. <laughs> so do you think you'll ever go back to eating meat? Or are you vegan forever? I would say um, I am 
plant-based forever. We, we cheat every once in a while. I think that's what helps us to stay on it too. Like Friday nights we'll have like a pepperoni pizza or like we're on vacation and we went to this like world renowned burger joint. Like I had a hamburger. Um, and I do like every once in a while eat some cheese. So it's, it's kind of like in, I'm like 85 to 90% of my meals are all plant-based. And so I think that helps me stay like, okay, it's not like I'm never going to have something delicious again. Cause like cheese, dairy is the hardest part for me to give up. Um, but I'm pretty convinced and I actually don't feel like I'm, um, suffering or keeping myself from eating what I want. Like I really have enjoyed the food and it's just been cooking different stuff. Um, lots of beans, lots of stuff, lots of veggies out of the garden. And so I really like it. So I think we're, I think we're in. That's cool. When you, when you do deviate, do you notice that you feel different? Yeah. Like, yeah. So like Saturday, Saturday morning workouts, I'm always like, Oh, cause we always have pizza on Friday night and have whatever. And we don't worry about it, but I do feel a difference. For yeah. Sure. Yeah, you're like darn it I wish I know I'm like it was different. so good on Friday night but oh it's not feeling so good Saturday morning Saturday morning there's a yeah. thin line between those two times isn't there <laughs> it really is for sure uh, all right so back to our topics anything else that you're kind of involved in or you want to give a shout out for of you know some some things or or habits that have helped you or anything like that yeah, you know, I think just kind of like what I said in terms of that that priority identification and that calendar protection. I mean, I even I had this like it's funny we were talking today because this morning was my kids' first morning of virtual school. They are one day a week in person, which was yesterday, Monday, and then the rest of the week is a virtual. And I was like, okay, we're gonna do this. Here's your area. Here's your area. Here's your computer. Blah blah. blah all the stuff that all the parents are doing um, because I know I want to. I have stuff I'm doing. I'm doing online fitness classes right now for people that aren't ready to go back to the gym due to coronavirus. Um, and this morning was just a disaster. Like their live streams weren't working. Their school issued computers were crapping out. Like it just was not good. And three hours of me going back and forth trying to help them. And really we all accomplished zero. Nobody got any work done. We never got on. We, and I was like, gosh, I am so frustrated. And this was one morning of three hours. Um, and I was like, this was like my daily life of like, I just feel like I can't do anything and get anything done. And I was like, because I had no, no control over my calendar and no protection of what I want to do that day. And so I was like, I know that I don't operate well when I'm pulled in all these different directions. And I'm, my primary role is to, is to be their, their mom and be home with them and help them. It's like, but that feeling, feeling out of control when sure. I cannot fix your computer or, um, it's, so I just feel like harping. I can't tell you how many people I feel like, or just, they come to me at the gym and they're just like, I can't get it together. I have no time. I, I, you know, and I'm like, okay, you have one kid. Generally that child is in school, you know, yeah. September through June. Well, in a normal world, um, let's like sit down and carve out, like, what is it that you want to do? So that priority identification and then that, that like that calendar has got to be I think tight, you know, I know a lot of people have assistants who schedule stuff on their calendar. My husband does. And I'm like, I can't even imagine waking up in the morning and having to look at my phone and say, Oh, I got scheduled for, you know, this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, Oh no, I need control of my day. You know, so just being, and I'm wired like that. And I think other people probably do well with, um, maybe a looser control of having other people schedule, obviously depending on your job. But, um, I just think, um, one of the things that I read once or in a book recently, it was just kind of about 
about doing the things that you want to do and getting to the places you want to go is that if you schedule, especially for wellness and health stuff, so your exercise, if you schedule it and you put it on the calendar and that's a part of your day, kind of like what you're saying, you don't break it. Like that is your party. You don't, you, you wouldn't not go to your dentist. You wouldn't not go to your doctor. You wouldn't not get your hair done, you know, because oh, don't look at my roots right now. <laughs> Sitting back a little from the camera. I'm nervous. I'm going tonight. So yeah. Um, you wouldn't, you wouldn't break, why break an appointment with the most important, important person in your life, which is you. Right. And then yeah, especially for you, you're, a role model for your girls and for the, your clients and all that, like you, you have to walk the walk too. You can't yeah. just get So I know I agree. I think too, with, with exercise, I think people feel silly sometimes saying I can't, you know, tell someone I can't have a meeting because I have an exercise class. You would say I can't have a meeting with a doctor appointment. I'm like, well, if you go to the exercise class, you might not have to go to the doctor appointment, you know? So I think, even don't say it's exercise, just say it's blocked, you know, I'm right. personal, whatever. Right. Um, don't feel embarrassed about having to reserve that time for you, whether it's exercise or your hair gun or whatever is going to make you feel, you know, feel good about yourself. Yeah. Help you take care of yourself for sure. Yes. Totally. Right. Cause if you're not taking care of yourself, you know, then that's one more thing that someone else has got to yeah. worry about. And Definitely. Yeah. Cool. I know I'm way less of a valuable mother, wife, friend, if I am not giving myself baseline care. Mm-hmm like a disaster. Are you a big reader? Do you like to read and enjoy reading? I love to read. Casey, my husband always says, literally the house could be burning down around you if you're in a good book. Like I won't even notice. Like (laughs) I absolutely love to read for sure. Are you the type of person that can read one, like multiple books at the same time? You can? Oh man. My nightstand is like, plant-based diet, two novels, you know, CrossFit something. Like, and I'm like, and my kids are like that too, especially a little one, like just a hundred different books to open at once. And like, That's awesome. get me on a beach with like two or three great books and I'll just don't even talk to me. I don't need to eat. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what are you reading these days? Anything that you recommend? I'm actually reading, um, I read it with my high schooler where she was doing some summer reading, the Jojo Meyer Moyes books, um, Me Before You. Yeah. You know, what was the movie which we read? And we do little book clubs, which we'll, where we'll try to read a book at the same time. Now that she's almost 15. And then if there's a movie, watch the movie and talk through it. So I was an English major in college, which um, doesn't really result in a lot of good job opportunities, but I'm a, I love to read a book and then discuss, you know, characters and like I should run book clubs or something. Yeah. That's one awesome. of my favorite things to do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm actually in two book clubs and I'm not quite sure how that happened and I yeah. struggle to get them done because I feel like I'm doing so many different things. So I'm sure. yeah. to like audio books and, you know, as I'm driving yeah. around, I listen, but yeah, yeah. Um, that Just Jojo book is awesome. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then there, the follow-up is the me after you. I read that one and now I'm reading the last one. Still me, I guess. Okay. And her, um, I'm reading that one now. And then prior to that, I read the giver of stars, not in the same series about the same character, but what a great book. Really? really great. Yeah. Okay. So good. My mother-in-law gave it to me, I think for Christmas. And I just have not gotten around to it because I always have a million books on my night table. Um, and it was one of those you like read in a day. Kind of really? Okay. Yeah. Always looking for good, good books to read. Yeah. And then the plant-based ones, you always are finding those probably that you, you grab and plant-based diet. Yeah, but that's 
you know, article, story, book, um, just trying to take an online class, um, start six weeks just to do a deep dive in plant-based stuff because, you know, when people come to you and ask you about stuff, I'm always like, hey, I know about this much right now, but I do want to learn more and understand, you know, I don't think there's any perfect diet, so I'm sure there's there's things to look out for, or, you know, hey, I know you need to take certain vitamins or stuff like that. So I'm going to start that um, in a week or two. Oh. There's a free computer in my house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you can get online, yeah. right? <laughs> I can find it on my phone, maybe. <laughs> Hide in the corner somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> or you'll be I, one day a week on Mondays when your kids are in school. Yes, Mondays I have to get everything done from like eight to two. Well, today the kids, everything was going on, and Casey comes downstairs, I guess, in between calls. He's working from home upstairs. And he's, I hear him in the pantry, like shoveling food in his mouth. And I'm like, I need your help with this computer because he's way more techie than me. And he's like, I can't, I can't, I can't. He starts like running away from me. And I'm like, I need help with this. And he's like, no. I'm not here. I'm not here. Exactly. That's exactly. Yeah. I was like, you are here. You're in the pantry making herbs. I see you. I'm over here. That's awesome. All right. Well, how can people get in touch with you if they want to reach out to you or your gym and all that stuff? Oh, cool. Um, so right now what I'm doing on Instagram um, and my personal page, which is just um, MB Crawford Rise at, um, is my Instagram handle, is putting free workouts out every day. Um, in my stories, just going over the workout and how to just doing little demonstrations for people to do at home. I know a lot of people don't have equipment or can't really leave, all that stuff. Um, so that's on my personal Instagram. And then our gym is Rise Up Gym. Um, so that's our website, riseupgym.com. We have all our workouts are also all up there for free right now too. Um, and every day, Monday through Friday, I do a live stream Facebook workout, um, which is just Rise Up Gym on Facebook. And so you can just access that. You don't even need to be a member, just trying to put some good content out there right now for people that are just needing 20 minutes of a a little yeah. exercise kit, um, for sure. And I let people comment either on the live stream or, you know, just through DMs or whatever. And I'm trying to respond and let people kind of give a little support right now because I think everybody needs a little love. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I've seen your workouts and, um, I, I watch them. I haven't done them yet, but I'm going to jump on. And I love that you do a lot with just body weight stuff. So you don't need a bunch of equipment. You don't need about that right now because I mean I know I have access to it because it's my job but I know most people just don't um and it's hard to find even people are trying to buy stuff right now but everyone's it's, it's really hard to find even dumbbells and basic stuff so yeah trying to provide some just decent workouts that everybody can do at home yeah all right, you got me. I'm I'm going to say it out loud so that I'm held responsible for it, but I'm going to start doing it at least a couple days a week with you and 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 watch you and jump on board. So next I time I it. see you, you're not even going to recognize me. I love that. That's awesome. I'd love to see your name on the screen. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us and for chatting with us. Um any parting words or anything else you want to throw out there before we before I hang up on you? Oh man, um, that was just good to talk to you. Um, thank you for having me. If I can ever help you out with health, health wellness stuff, let me know for sure. Yeah. I'm happy to help. It's been awesome chatting with you. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people are going to get some good info from you. So I really appreciate it. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Take care. 
Thanks for joining us on the Idaho Physio. We hope you gained some insights, inspiration, and some ideas on how to be amongst the top performers and high achievers in the world. Know someone that's crushing it that we should talk to? Let us know. As always, we welcome your feedback. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and share our podcast with friends, family, heck, even complete strangers. Because, hey, who couldn't use a little inspiration these days? Thanks again. Now get out there and be amazing.